What's going on, guys? Welcome back to your favorite sports podcast, Clocks on the Stove. Your usual host, myself, Mr. Grayson Fisher, with me, my very own uh, AP journalist at UP. Wait, what is it? UP journalist? Is that what you say? Yeah, yeah, University UP, Press. University Press journalist for the FAU basketball team, who is now in the Elite Eight. So let's give a congrats to our basketball team, as well as to their writer, Mr. Zach Watts. Um, we had his older brother on. We were like, you know what? We might as well just get the whole family package in here. We got with us Georgia Tech linebacker, Mr. Austin, Dean Austin. Thanks for joining us, brother. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. So, uh, I mean, just before we started recording, you were saying you just got back. So, you're on spring break. You just got back from Fort Lauderdale, right? Yeah. How was, was a good that time. your first uh, Fort Lauderdale spring break? Uh, First spring break, yeah. I went – I we used to go when I was little. Like, I've been like two or three times. But that was my first time going by where myself. You, uh, where, where, where were, like, your spots that you were hitting in Lottie for spring break? Uh, we went to backyard one night. Okay. Um, and then we went down to like the, there was like a beach with a whole bunch of bars. It was like the strip. Yeah. 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 A rock, rock bar. Yeah. Rock bar was where we yeah, went. Yeah. Rock bars fire, dude. So we went to school at, I mean, Zach still goes to school cause he's dumb as hell, but we went to school at FAU. So we were right there. So like one, like people that don't know FAU, man, um, it gets a bad rep. It gets a really bad rep. I don't, I don't know why people call, I don't know why, but listen, I'm going to do a little recruiting pitch right here. The entire month of March is spring break. Okay. And you need to understand this. The whole month, every single from March 1st to March 30th, you can go to Fort Lauderdale any day of the week. It could be a Sunday. It could be yeah, a Wednesday sick. at fucking two. It's spring break. So everyone's grades at FAU during March drop. My, my sophomore year, I think I literally didn't go to class the whole month of March. Because I finally had an ID. I was like 21. And I was like, oh, dude, I'm going to Fort Lauderdale every day. And I would just ask mom and dad for money. And I went to Fort Lauderdale every single fucking day. Every Damn. Single day. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, this is what it is. Fort Lauderdale, nice place. I know you're at Georgia Tech now. Is there any place like that up in GT that you can kind of like get strip at? No nah, way. Nah, uh, we go to this place called Buckhead. It's got a couple bars, but it's nothing like – like it's – it's. I think George – no, George's not landlocked, but – uh. It's just like Southern bars. It's not like FAU. Yeah. Or for a lot well, of them. FAU's dip. So like, there's good and bad to it. I mean, first of all, it's good because we're in the Elite Eight, which is pretty pretty sick. What's bad about it though? There's no like college. There's not like a college town vibe to it. You know, yeah, they I mean, you definitely got me. that at Rutgers. I was gonna uh, I was gonna take a visit to FAU, but it was like COVID, and so they shut it down. But it like I went on a, a virtual visit in like 2020, and it seemed pretty sick. Who was that with? That, that wasn't with Lane, right? No, it was with uh, Taggart. Jim Levitt was the DC. He was recruiting me. Yeah, dog. So what's the difference between like a virtual visit and like an on-site visit? Because like I, I'm assuming they don't walk you around with a computer and be like, oh, here's our premises. They put like here. a GoPro on Taggart's chest <laughs> and then walks again. We, uh, so they like would set up like a whole thing. You'd meet like the strength staff and then they'd have like pictures of the strength room. Like the uh, work, uh, yeah, strength room, and then you'd meet, like, the training staff, and then they'd show, like, the training room, and then, like, they'd have, like, clips of the locker room, and then, like, they'd go through, like, all the amenities that football players get, and then, like, the, my one for Rutgers, like, they actually did walk around, like, they walked oh, around right. the facility, yeah, and they showed me, and then uh, FAU, they walked around, um, this wasn't on my visit, but they would, like, FaceTime, and they'd go to, like, the weight room. Oh, yeah, show you. They'd like show the weight room and then they go to like the meeting rooms with like on FaceTime and walk around and show me. So 
but like most other schools, it was just like a slide show presentation. And then mm-hmm. like, they'd have like a video that they made at the end with like graphics and music to it about like the facilities in the school. Dude, that is so weird. That's so yeah, it was, did, you, did you get any in-person visits at all? I got one to Rutgers after I visited or after I already, uh, after I already signed. Okay. Um, but I mean, I went to like junior days when I was little, I tagged along with Charlie. We went to, we went to camp at South Carolina mm-hmm. and, uh, Steven Garcia. Yeah. Um, y'all are boys with him. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Uh, Steven, like he set up something and, uh, Woodrow Grady, we played seven on seven coach Grady. He, uh, for team Tampa, we, we like went to junior days at, uh, Georgia, Florida, and then me and Charlie camped to South Carolina and we got a little visit there. Um, yeah, I mean, my only like real, like sort of official visit, cause it wasn't an official at Rutgers either. Cause mm-hmm. I had already signed and there was like no visit. Um, but, uh, that was my only like real visit for me. That's what would you so say like your favorite campus was? Favorite campus? Yeah, that you like at least went to like Columbia like, was pretty cool. virtually South your favorite Carolina. virtual campus. Favorite <laughs> virtual campus? Yale Yale had a good uh had a good virtual um virtual meeting. Virtual yeah. visit. But uh my favorite like campus was Columbia, South Carolina. That place was sick. Yeah. Would would that be allowed though? Like would like you going to Yale? Is that like or is there is that like in contract that the brother know. of another one can go there? Or is it like ah, you know, you're not supposed to do that? I don't know my, I don't know what my mom would have done because I played Charlie when I was at Berkeley and he was yeah at that, I was I was gonna ask you that because I know his senior year he went to Hillsborough so you didn't play him then but I was gonna yeah, ask you Berkeley. if you started your sophomore year and played against him. Uh, he was gone my sophomore year, but I would have I would have played against him because I started sophomore year. I I played like oh that's right you were a played. freshman when I was a senior I thought you were a sophomore yeah. No, I was a sophomore when he was a senior. I was a freshman when he was a junior. junior. So you played junior against year, him your played. freshman year. I played like ten snaps against him, maybe. Did you get him? I didn't do anything. Nah. If you were in that, if you were that scenario, though, would you have lit him up? Oh, he would have gotten smoked. <laughs> That's why he transferred. He he didn't want smoke. No way. <laughs> You think you think that's what it was? He was like, "Damn, dude, Austin's getting kind of big. Like, I'm gonna have to play him again next year." That's what it was. He was gonna go to UC. The excuse was he was gonna go to UCF and graduate early, so he'd get out of TC because they wouldn't let him. But it was really just because of me. Damn. Yeah, you gotta love it. You gotta love it. Oh yeah. Did you give him shit for that at the house? You'd be like, "I know why you're leaving." Nah. I know. <laughs> he's like, he's like, hey, he sits down with the family. He's like, "Hey, guys, like, you know, like." all these like legitimate ass reasons I got to leave TC and you're just sitting there in the corner. Like, yeah, you're fucking scared, bro. (laughs) I was probably 185 soaking wet at the time. So let's talk about uh, your move from high school to college. What was kind of the decision to go to Rutgers and what kind of was like your first, what year? First, Wait, real quick, Zach, back that up. What was it like playing under coach Sile, man? Man, he's the best. He was the best favorite coach I've ever played for. Yeah, because my dad played for him at Jesuit, and then I left to go to Jesuit, so I didn't get to play. I did, I did two spring footballs under him, which was awesome. But I mean, like, yeah. I wasn't in the limelight, so like, he didn't really. It was more like, "Hey, fish, what's up?" You know, I wasn't like, I was yeah. in eighth grade, I was running third team defense. You know, like I wasn't <laughs> doing anything crazy. But I've only heard amazing things about him, dude. And like, I, I as a person, he's a great guy. But like, 
I've only heard amazing things from him. So like, yeah, what was what was it like being under his leadership and seeing like how he ran everything and like the even just like the recruitment with him, everything. I mean, he was old school for everything. Like from the way we dressed, like we all had to wear black cleats. My senior year, he kind of was more lenient about it, but like we were like black cleats. We ran the ball probably ninety times a game. Uh, yeah. Recruiting, he was the same way. Like we were informed to be like as honest as possible with these coaches like if we weren't going to school it was like hey coach like thanks for recruiting me but I'm not really considering you guys and like when you committed you committed it wasn't like going back on your commitment um but I mean the way he was like out of football is he was the exact same way in football I mean obviously get pissed off sometimes and cuss you out but I mean he was like he was straight up that's how he is 24 7 when you say he's like one of like the like I would say, like, would you say one of the best football minds out of any coach or guy you've been around? Uh, Yeah, like, when it comes to – that guy hammered the fundamentals. When it comes to fundamentals, he's, like – he he's been doing the same thing for about 100 years now. So Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, they were, they it, were in the same offense when it was at Jesuit, same offense when we were at Berkeley. Like, hasn't changed since – That Nelson one Mack safety – yeah, that now. one safety defense. Yeah. Yeah. They switched it up, the defense up. Uh, my sophomore year, we didn't have enough D linemen. They'd ran like the same, it was called Overzone Y. They ran the same defense for yep, forever. Yeah, I remember that because it was the same. When I was at Berkeley Middle School, the defense was ran the same yeah. as high school. Yeah. Damn, uh, you're giving me memories right now. They just they switched it up because we didn't have enough D linemen. Uh, and then, you know, Jalen Harrell? Yeah. His dad came in, uh, Coach Harrell came in my senior year. And he started running the defense a little bit differently. He started running more like too high. Wait, real quick. Sorry, I know Zach wants to ask someone. Um, your coach, a player's dad coached him. Uh, I know no. Sio's very no, no, no with that. No, uh, uh Coach Harold did not coach Jalen. It was like the year after Jalen graduated. Okay, okay, yeah, because he's a year older than you. That's right. Yeah. Okay, because I was gonna say because I know when Cade was there, Cade, uh, Coach Weldon wanted to go and help out, but Sio is a very strict like you don't coach your kid rule. Like yeah, not it's only guys who played for him too. Like that was ninety five percent of our staff. We oh, had uh, yeah. Kevin Carter. I don't know if you know Zion Carter. Yeah, yeah he actually did. Zion. He actually did coach uh, Zion when we. Uh, he was a senior. Coach Carter came on. He was like probably the only coach my whole time who didn't play for Coach Zion yeah. and him and Coach Harrell. Yeah. Um, one of the things I wanted to ask just because you brought up the offense. Did you only play linebacker at uh, in high school? Did you try any other positions? And if you no, did – I played fullback and tight end. Yeah, Zach, at Berkeley, you you don't play one way, brother. Yeah. There's not enough kids. It's just like CDS, dude. There is not enough – unless you are the guy, you play both ways. Now, did you like fullback or did you like tight end more? Uh, I mean, I basically just did the same. I just blocked my whole time. It was, it was pretty much the exact same thing, except at full. I probably like fullback more because I got a running head start at the guys. That is true. Damn. But uh, we just like when we ran the ball. I said we ran the ball ninety times a game. Like, oh was, yeah, literally. Was... Yeah, but the beauty of it too is like like you don't get the flashiness with Coach Silas teams, but you get the consistency. Like yeah. I, I mean, you played for him, so you can speak. But I mean, I've known I've been around Berkeley since I was in kindergarten. The amount of teams where like. The talent was so much worse than the other team, but he yeah. just outcoached them, and they would blow them out, and they would like blow them out. It was crazy. They'd have like 10, 15 play drives that took yeah. the entire first quarter. 
the other team would get gassed, that we'd get on a little roll, and all of a sudden, 21 nothing, we'd be out. Dude, and it'd be like, like the best player on Berkeley's team is like an FIU commit, and they have like four four-stars. Yeah. And for some reason, his schemes and the way he runs it, they just always find a way, dude. It's crazy. Yeah, like my, that year with Nelson, dude. Yeah. Oh, him, my gosh. They had, it was uh, so sad. They had dogs. They had four guys. Year. Yeah. They had like four dogs, and like they went all the way. They right. had him. They had he. They had him went to USC. He was like the number nine player in the country. I remember they wouldn't let middle schoolers go to his signing day, and I knew ESPN was there, and I'm like a little sports like. Oh, fanatic. you were actually at Berkeley, yeah. yeah right. And I was in sixth grade. No, I was in, I was in sixth grade. I snuck. No, was I? I was in sixth or fifth grade. I went to the bathroom, and then I ran across campus and <laughs> snuck into the gym to watch him sign because I was like, "There's no way." But they had him. They had um. Skyler, yeah, Skyler, who was a uh, all American. He was like a four star. Went to Kansas. Yeah. They had Christian Hardegree who went to Colgate. Um, their quarterback was Dustin. I, he was a, he went to play D three baseball. And then they had Tyler someone went Vogel. to Auburn, I think, or uh, Army. Someone went to Army. Yeah, year. you're right. And then um, Tyler Vogel ended up uh, punting for UF and right. Miami, and then he played in the NFL for a little bit. Yeah. So I mean, and speaking of your high school states. teams, they had yeah. one states. No, dude, they uh, they played American Heritage. They went up. They beat everybody that year. They were undefeated. Smoked them. Smoked them, dude. Smoked. Wait, it was what? the first. What classification were they? At? They were 3A. They, they had 3A. BC, okay. CCC. They were like, it was the first time Berkeley beat CCC in school history. They oh, mopped shit. them. Because they had, they had Sio's team, but they just gave him like four great guys. And yeah. that was all he needed. But in the state finals, they, or the state semifinals, they play American Heritage at American Heritage. They get stopped on two fourth and ones on the goal line. Skyler at fullback got stuffed twice, and Nelson tears his labrum in the third quarter and doesn't play. The yeah, rest they were of the taking game. out his knees the whole game. Yeah, Sky, I'm good friends with Sky. He he was uh, my linebacker coach at Berkeley, and he said the whole the whole semifinal game they were just diving at Nelson's knees trying to take yeah. him out. And he they lost by like a field goal. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. Oh, it was so sad. Berkeley. I don't know if Berkeley will ever get that close again. Actually, no, no, it's possible. Uh. 2022, they lost in the state the finals, championship right, game. Yeah. And then uh, my senior year, 2021, we lost in the semis. We lost by two. To who? Uh, sh- both both teams lost to Shaman Abadana. What? And uh, they're from uh, Miami. Yeah, we sounds, uh, we were like up. Bishop Sycamore type shit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's I think it's Shaman Abadana, but uh, we were up like 21 to seven the whole game. Uh, I think like two turnovers happened and they got back into it. Um, and then I remember we ended up stopping them. It was like they had they there's like a three minute situation and we had to stop them. And they ended up going three and out, but they probably had like, I mean their whole defense probably went power five. They they like called they took the leashes off the dogs. The whole D line I know was committed to Miami or like three of the four guys. And we went two minute, and it was just like our quarterback was running for his life. Who was it? Was it Youngblood? No, it was uh, Gavin Rupp. I don't know who that is. He went to uh, Rutgers with me, actually. Oh, okay. But, um, yeah, he was running for his life. It was like he first play, he got smacked. He got smashed. Second play, he was like off his back foot throwing. And then third play, he got sacked again. And that was about all she wrote. Yeah, because I was going to say on your – player bio it says that in 2020 y'all were like the 19th ranked team in florida yeah no we were we were good yeah but since you brought it up was he the only player out of berkeley uh 
referring to? Was he the only player out of Berkeley that went with you to Rutgers? Did you guys have – did you have anyone else that you knew from Florida that committed there that you ended up playing alongside with? Yeah, um, Mayan Ahana, too. He was a senior when I was a freshman. Um, he went to Minnesota and then transferred either three or four – two or three years ago two years, two years, to yeah. Rutgers. And then uh, Josh Youngblood last – two years ago, uh, transferred from Kansas State to Rutgers. So it was us four who all went to Berkeley. And then um, Henry Hughes, he went to Tampa Bay Tech. Mm-hmm. I didn't know him in Tampa, but, I mean, like, we just knew each other when we were up there because we were both from Tampa. Yeah. So yeah. there was a bunch of Tampa guys up there. And then yeah. we had, like, nine or ten guys from Florida. Luciano likes team. that Tampa pipeline. Right? Yeah. He, lo- he loves the Sio pipeline. Yeah. yeah. What was that like? You know, you go <clears> – <throat> was, was Chiano the one that directly recruited you? Uh yeah, it was him. Uh, Coach Frazier, he was the linebacker coach. Uh, and Coach Smith, he was the DC at the time. It was them three, and then uh, Jim Panagos, he was like the recruiter for the area. But it was them three. Um, I know you asked earlier, like how I ended up choosing Rutgers. Yeah. It was a uh, like Coach Sai or when uh, Coach Shiano was in Tampa. Um, his sons went to Berkeley. Yeah, I was like, the best coaching. friend in the middle school. Yeah, they're cool guys. Um, I the whole family's like great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like Coach Sal was just like, you need to like really consider going to Rutgers. I mean, Coach Coach Chiano's got like a football mind. It's like insane how much he knows. Like he used to predict stuff coming out of halftime, like what would happen. It would happen. It was kind of crazy. But uh, yeah, and he was just like, I think it'd be a great opportunity for you. And at the time, like Charlie was just coming out of COVID at harvard and he was just like i'm so sick of like the ivy league bds with all the COVID protocols and stuff like that and so i was just like yeah i mean Rutgers was power five and it was cool in new jersey so it's a good school too so i thought it was worth it uh, even though you're you're leaving did you enjoy your time there while you were there yeah no i did the people were great there uh biggest thing for me was just like it was just depressing being up in the northeast like mm-hmm. gray and cold all the time that that Honestly, that's what got to me the most. And the people are all assholes. The people on the team were nice, but yeah, the the other the ones outside the program were ninety five percent of FAU is New York and New Jersey, bro. That's that's they what you Tampa is like. Yeah, it's the same thing. I'd be like, yeah, I'm from Tampa, and people would be like, oh my gosh, it's like three girls from my high school went to U Tampa. They love it. Yeah, I mean, I kind of have the same issue my first year in college because I went to go play baseball in North Carolina and. The winters there were so brutal just because like you you'd wake up and you go outside your dorm room and it's so cold everything's dead like it just feels yeah. like, like gloomy all the time and i just was like i i was like i come from florida like it's literally 80 degrees yeah. year round like it feels so lively and i was like i i was like especially like if you're already down on yourself mentally because like things aren't going your way like it's so much harder with the weather sucks because then you're like now i'm bitching about it being cold or whatever yeah. the whatever else is like getting to you is annoying but um you and you Charlie were at- hit the transfer portal at the same time, roughly, right? Uh, he hit it before me. He yeah, I remember like- seeing him, and then I remember seeing him retweet your post, and I was like, oh, yeah. my God. I told my dad, I was like, bro, the Dean brothers both just hit the transfer yeah, portal. Yeah, both in the portal. Yeah. Did y'all, did y'all discuss it all since y'all hit the transfer portal around the same time that you wanted to go somewhere similar? Did you were just like, you're going to do your thing, I'm going to do my thing? Uh, I actually had no clue he was going to hit the portal. I remember it was a Friday night in a hotel before a game. I saw it and I was like, what the hell? He just entered the portal. 
And then I ended up like texting my dad. I was like, did Charlie just accidentally enter the portal or something? <laughs> he's like, no, he he's entering the portal and he's leaving after the after he graduates. So I was like, oh, and then uh when I hit it, I mean, we both kind of want to end up down south. That was kind of more important for me than him. I think he just wants to go somewhere to just play football. He's got like the best degree in the country. So he just doesn't, he just wants to go play for two years, no matter where it is. Yeah. Yeah. Was that, I, I kind of wanted to bust your balls, but I was going to say, you know, did you go to Georgia Tech just to be like, I'm not the dumb brother? Like, my brother didn't <laughs> go to Harvard and I went to Rutgers. <laughs> yeah. No, when I was at Rutgers, it was kind of funny. I, Charlie doesn't like to brag either. He, he's always like, yo, I go to school in Boston. So I'd be like, like if I was in an Uber, they'd be like, oh, where do you go? And I'd be like, oh, I go to Rutgers. And then like if he was in there, he'd be like, oh, I go to school in Boston. And they'd be like, Harvard? And he's like, yeah. And I was just like, damn. You're like, fuck me, man. <laughs> I remember when I graduated, um, I had a bunch of Ivy League schools. Or not a bunch. I had a bunch of like really high-level ac- academic schools recruiting me in wrestling, but I couldn't get – they all wanted me to get 31 on my ACT. I don't know if you know, but that's really fucking hard to do. And I couldn't, I couldn't get it. So I had all these schools stop recruiting me. Like Johns Hopkins stopped recruiting me. Uh, Davidson College, Brown. Um, I was talking to the Princeton guy a little bit. Washington at least. Like I was like using that to get into school and I couldn't. So I remember um, senior year, it's like we're doing like our senior walk and some mom is like, I'm, I'm standing next to this kid, Jack Peronti. And he went, he went to go play D3 soccer at Wesleyan. But Wesleyan's like a really good academic school. Mm-hmm. And the mom's like, oh my God, where are you going to school? And he's like, I'm going to Wesleyan. And she's like, bragging about it doing like talking about it for like five minutes she's what about you i was like i'm going to fau and she's like nice <laughs> and i'm just standing there like sick sick no, I, I think i'm i think i might take the charlie approach people are gonna ask me like oh where'd you go to school and be like oh in florida and they'll be like oh uf no fau and they're gonna be like, uh, <laughs> charlie should not be like be like i go to school in boston oh uh harvard nah umass and they're like oh <laughs> sick like that might be the move from now on first <laughs> Yeah, Sam Hurst University. Yeah. Um, what like other hundred schools, schools in Boston? He could list them all off. Yeah, yeah. No, I think Boston's a cool little area. I've never, I haven't been at like, I want to, I, I want to go like at this age. I went when I was in middle school and like the Berkeley field trip, and mm-hmm. it was cool. But like, I have a buddy uh, at FAU from Boston. He loves it. I mean, he has, he's got that fucking always talking shit, you know, to you. Yeah. But uh, I loved, I loved Boston. But yeah, so back on uh, this train though, what made you? I mean, talk to us a little bit about the transfer portal. What was that like? Like did you have to like get approved by the school? Like what was, what is that process like to actually hit the transfer portal and like let coaches know? Uh, yeah. So first thing was at Rutgers, like you had to talk to coach Shiano, get his approval. That's once scary. he approved, uh, it was a little nerve wracking, but I mean, I felt like I had a good relationship with him. So it wasn't like anything terrifying, obviously like the, the like scariest thing for me was like the unknown like hitting the portal and not knowing where you're going because like the way most people do it is not how you're like technically not supposed to do it but like you talk to a coach from a school and they're like yeah we got a spot for you and you like enter and then you just commit there like two days later uh but for me i like i didn't know where i was going to go um but yeah you get like the approval then you talk to compliance about it compliance sends you like a video link and you got to watch the video and it talks about like if you enter the portal you're immediately giving up your scholarship for next semester and the school's not required to give it back. Uh, you can stay enrolled in the school if you want. Um, and then, I don't know, it was just like, it was one of those like little short videos of talking about like the dangers. And then uh, 
after you got that, you like signed the compliance lease, taking your name off roster and like it was just a whole bunch of paperwork, like getting rid of the scholarship and like disenrolling from school. And then uh, I was like just going to classes for like two or three weeks up at Rutgers working out in the student gym, which is a little weird, but uh, it was a little different. Um, but yeah, coaches started calling. There's like a NCAA transfer portal thing, like a website. So they know that, but uh, yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Is it just off Twitter or like, there's gotta be like an official thing they can see. No, nah, there is like an official transfer portal website. I, I'm, I don't even know what it looks like. I think only coaches have access to it, but it's just like, I'm pretty sure it's just like your name, your position, where you went to college and then I mean probably your stats and they got to look at the rest yeah but uh yeah and then the way that I got like word out was just through Twitter like saying hey I entered the portal and then like texting all the coaches who recruited me out of high school so did you get any new schools start talking to you that didn't talk to you before uh yeah uh like second day Western Kentucky hit me up they didn't recruit me out of high school Georgia Tech didn't recruit me out of high school um UPenn was really recruiting me hard. They recruited me out of high school. Um, really cool coaching staff. I was actually probably going to go there, but, like, I, they, I got in for football-wise, but uh, I hadn't got in through the admissions-wise, and it was, like, on winter break, and so, like, no one was in the admissions. And it was coming up on, like, January 5th. I visited uh, Georgia Tech and committed January 5th, and it was coming up on that date, and I was, like, January 10th was when most schools like went back to winter workouts and I just didn't want to be stuck in the portal. So I committed to Georgia tech and then like literally the next day UPenn called me and they were like, yeah, you got in. Damn. Yeah. I think, I think it's kind of funny because you asked your dad if Charlie accidentally entered the transfer. Portal, yeah. Was- <laughs> but then like your, your process took you like months of paperwork yeah. and like filling <laughs> shit out. And you're like, oh, yeah, I don't think he accidentally did that. <laughs> Charlie just throws it on Twitter. Like, yo, guys, I'm done with Harvard. Fuck this shit. He's like, yeah, dude, I accidentally asked my coach if I could leave, and I accidentally, like, withdrew all my scholarships and stuff. Like, holy shit, I didn't mean to do that. Like, I God didn't know damn. you couldn't go back, bro. <laughs> yeah, now I'm stuck working out in the student gym, man. Just yeah. give me my facilities. That was kind of funny, though. Like, because uh, there was two or three of us who hit the portal at the same time from Rutgers, and we would all just meet at the student gym, and we'd be pressing, like, huge weight and all these kids would just be like staring at us like what the hell yeah, is wrong but if, with if you go at a bad time you can't get a bench it's impossible yeah no it's we went we would always go at like seven o'clock right when it opened and we'd be with like teachers and then yeah. like as we would be leaving like all these kids would come in and like we would be on the squat rack like it was me a long snapper and a d lineman and we would be squatting like 315 365 and all these kids would be like oh my gosh like holy crap why who is this guy is this who are you what are you taking yeah speaking speaking of that let's go through let's go through some of your maxes um we're gonna give you (laughs) let's go through like your combine results they threw you on the bench right now 225 how many reps you putting up i think i get like 25 i hit 21 this summer i hit 21 this summer after uh (sighs) maxing out on bench like uh the way we work out at Georgia Tech is we've got, like, these sensors, and they sensor, like, how fast the bar can move. And so one of the things was, like, max velocity or whatever. And I, I think I hit, like, 315 at, like, 0.65 meters per second or whatever it was. And, like, I was, like, I was tired. And then, like, the burnout set was 225, and I hit it for 21. So I can, if I was, like, like 
nice and warmed up with like no fatigue. I could maybe hit twenty five. Is your strength and conditioning coach that guy all over like social media? You know what I'm talking about? No, nah, I don't know who you're talking about. I'm not really on Twitter like that anymore. Yeah, but he's been on it for a minute. He's ah, oh, damn it. Let me see. What's his name? I gotta, I gotta, I gotta look for it. Well, while while Grayson looks for it, because I mean, I'll say this: I've just hit my like two twenty five mark, and I can only get it up for three. So hey, good job, Zach. Good like, job. And yeah, I mean, compared to Mr. Austin Dean here, I'm a little bitch made apparently. <laughs> yeah, so. I've never even hit two twenty five. So <laughs> yeah, so um, I will say this: squat though, I. I, I'm curious because I feel like you've got to throw up like some crazy. Numbers. I've been seeing I got some a bad videos. Squat. Yeah, I squatted uh four seventy. It was four oh five with a twenty five, and then a ten on or a five on at Rutgers. That was the heaviest. Like Damn. I, I hurt something in my leg, it's and Lewis Carrillo, like, this guy. Oh no, 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 that's not him. No it's, way. Uh, the new one is AJ Artis. He's is, from. Is this guy here? There still there? Or no. No, no, no. He, I, I think he went to Charlotte, UNC Charlotte. Damn, dude. Yeah, Coach Artis, uh, AJ. He's from USF. He was at Tennessee with uh, Georgia Tech's head coach now, and then uh, he went to USF this past year, and then yeah, because you're the coaching staff at Georgia Tech is brand new, right? It's like their second year. Um. So, <laughs> Coach Collins. Got fired halfway through the year, and then the new head coach he came on, um, Coach Key, and he kept some of the staff. Like the uh, defensive coordinator, still the same. Uh, and then I think he kept like the Q QB's coach. I know a majority of the offensive staff is different. Where is he from? Your the head coach? I don't I don't remember. I that this he was at he was at Tech when he got hired the interim, but I mean he's been at Tennessee. He's been at Bama. He's been all over the place, I think. And he is he the one that recruited you or him, um, the DC, uh, Coach Thacker, and then uh Coach Seymour. He's actually not, no longer there. He's a, he's at the DC at uh Marshall now. But them three, um, but mostly Coach Thacker. Now, what was it about Georgia Tech that that made you like them so much over everyone else? Because I mean you didn't even get, like you said, a real visit. Yeah, uh, well, I I kind of did. I just didn't get an official. It was like January fifth. I went up and I had to make my decision by January 9th if I was going to be on the team or not. And so uh, I went up and visited. I mean, obviously, like Georgia Tech's got that brand for being like a great school, and that was like one of the deals with my dad. Like, I wasn't going to go to just like a random school to play football. Like, I had to go like Rutgers are better because Rutgers was already pretty good education. Um, and so he wanted me to either Rutgers are better. And tech obviously has that reputation. And then being close to home, like I, I could drive up, like I'm driving up uh, to Tallahassee tomorrow and then halfway and then halfway up uh, on Sunday. Going to see some friends in Tallahassee. But um, just being close to home, being down in the south, I really like the D.C. Coach Thacker. He's a cool guy. Um, and, yeah, just facilities are nice. Great area in Atlanta. Yeah, I mean the team has like about <clears throat> there's so much potential for that team, dude. I mean, yeah, they beat like, they beat, beat North UNC Carolina at UNC. Yeah, yeah, and Pitt too. Yeah, so there's a lot of potential there. I mean, and they've shown they can be good. I mean, that year they had Justin Thomas and they played Florida State in the AC Championship. I think it was 2013 or 2014. Like they they proved that they could be good. You know, like so they it, it's there. You know, everything's yeah. there, and you can be a part of that new wave, which is kind of sick about it too.
Yeah, we got some ballers. Sure. Um, one of the things I wanted to touch on back to your Rucker days, you actually made your debut in college against a top 25 team, right? You played Michigan State. Yeah. Is that correct? What was kind of that like going into your first football game? You're facing a top 25 school. What were like your emotions and was it there or at home? It was at home. Um, okay. It was cool. I was on kickoff. So like opening and we kicked off. I remember it like clear as day. They used to play like the kickoff music. So like everyone's like getting amped and like jumping up and down. I mean, I had chills like running down the field. It was a touchback. I just remember like getting in the end zone and screaming at the top of my lungs. <laughs> like I was, I was amped. I was amped. Cool. Yeah, no, that's then... awesome. And th- those fans of Rutgers are solid too, man. Yeah, no, they love Jersey. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Now we have a recurring theme here at Clocks on the Stove, and I wonder if you have the same sentiment. I've. I'm going to ask you what the best environment you've played in and the worst environment you played in. And I'm going to assume I can guess the worst one. Yeah, so I, think I, I want can to guess hear. the worst one yeah. as well. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you go your first one because I know you played Penn State. I don't know if that was home or away. I don't know. You played Michigan. Both well, you were there for two were... years, right? Yeah, two years. Yeah, so we saw home and away of everybody. Yeah. Okay, I, yeah. Yeah, I played at all like the major stadiums. Yeah. So what, what was your best environment? Uh, may, maybe it could be most hostile or whatever, but whatever you like. I guess either your favorite enjoy. memory environment and your least favorite memory environment. Yeah. Coolest one uh, at the horseshoe. That was pretty cool playing against Ohio state. It was packed. Uh, I think we were their senior day, I think, but. Uh, and you had that but, little Shiano uh, Ohio state beef kind of too. Yeah. Well, I'm saying like we were at, we were at halftime and we were down. We went up on them. I think it was like 14 to seven, but we went into halftime down it was like 28 to 14 and he comes over to the defensive side and he's like, he's going to throw a pick. We're going to get the ball. We're going to score first play. CJ Stroud drops back first and second play. He drops back. There was a post right over the middle, free safety picks it off. And we were on the sideline going like, Oh my gosh, we're about to go win this. It was, it was crazy. Like he called it out. Uh, that was probably like the coolest thing that, or um, when we were playing Michigan at home, it was sold out at Rutgers. Uh, I was actually like playing a little bit in that game too. We blocked a punt and we scored and we went up, we were up like 21 to something at half. And that was like really cool. Um, worst environment, probably Northwestern. Yeah, we knew it. We knew you were going to say Northwestern. (laughs) Yeah, everyone says Northwestern. Yeah, it was, it was like cold and windy and their grass was like this thick. Like you stepped into it and your foot sunk down. Yeah. I think you're the like, fourth guy we've had on here say the same thing about Northwestern. They all yeah. say there's no fans. The, the, the weather sucks. Yeah. It's like yeah. really old and like the field conditions are terrible. Yeah. I, well, they do I that bet. on purpose though. You think it's a, you think it's a strategical advantage for yeah, them? Yeah, but they're going to blow out their own players knees too. It doesn't make <laughs> sense. I mean, they probably practice on that. I don't know. They're like known for being like the slow white guys. So Mm, you're going against true. Ohio State and like Marvin Harrison Jr., who's not used to running on that thick of grass, and you are. It, it gives you a little bit of an advantage, but yeah, yeah I was going to say you're, they, you're the, I think the third or fourth guy to say Northwestern. Yeah, yeah, my, that field blue. My opinion, I think they definitely excel more in their virtual tours <laughs> for kids because them in person, <laughs> in person business probably suck ass. <laughs> they got really <laughs> nice facilities though. Everything except the stadium is like. <laughs> Top in the country. 
Yeah, oh, I could just. Imagine. I don't know how their coach still has a job though. They're building a new one, I think, too. I think I mean, they're oh, downsizing. They are. Yeah, no, no, you are. I see that. I saw that. Yeah, and it's like they're really downsizing funny. though. It's going to like thirty-five thousand. Well, I mean, dude, they don't even get one fourth yeah. of the full, anyways. Yeah, yeah I true. mean, they should consider downsizing the grass because playing in the rough at PG National probably isn't the greatest thing in the world. But <laughs> I can just is, imagine. That's pretty much exactly. That's a great description. In the yeah. rough. Yeah, I mean, dude. Like, in my opinion, you're probably taking a kid through a visit. They see all the facilities. I'm like, yeah, it's really nice. And they're like, all right, now let me see that stadium. And they're like, like oh, what? You're cutting out. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, bad internet connection. <laughs> they're like, I can see you. Like, it's right there. And they're like, nope, sorry. The coach is just, like, freezing. He's just like, he's like, uh, uh. Yeah. <laughs> we're actually the We're actually the first team in the country that's going to play 12 away games. So you have nothing to worry about moving forward. Um. Oh, that's Jeez. awesome. Hey, real quick, off topic. When you were at Rutgers, did you go to any wrestling meets? Uh, No. Not at all? I, I like, watched one, though. I watched an away meet. Uh, They wrestled – I think we had a – There's hammers at Rutgers, dude. Yeah. The coach's son played for the team for my freshman year, Coach Goodale. He played football? Yeah, uh, Zach played football. Um. And then we had an all-American wrestler, uh, Keontae Hamilton. He was a heavyweight. I watched his meet. Uh, I think he wrestled at he was either at Minnesota or at Penn State, one of the two. I watched it online. Um, but they got a good team. They have a really good team. Yeah, Nick Shariano yeah. was there. Anthony Ashton. They have yeah a bunch of hammers. But yeah, speaking of wrestling, we wrestled my senior night when you yeah. were a freshman. Yeah, out in the out on the field. With out the on the football ass, field, man. man. It's so like. It, the idea of it was so sick. We're like, we're going to have it on the football yeah. field tonight. We're going to run out from one end. They're going to run from the other end. Like, it's going to look sick. Little did we know that in Florida, if the, the humidity, the humidity <laughs> made the mat a slip and slide, bro. So did you pin me there, or did you tech me? I think I teched you, but I, I was sick the whole week with the flu. I had the really? entire week. And I made weight only on the fact that I wasn't eating food because I was sick. And I was like, all right, I'm just going to wrestle – I'm just going to wrestle Dean, and I'm going to get out of there. Like, I'm going to just – Santos told me. He was like, you got to wrestle Grayson. It's his senior night. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> and I was like, well, I got that match done. I'm like, all right, that's fine, whatever. I, I think I met your dad that night too because he sat with my dad. And I was like, yeah, that's cool. I'm good. I'm like dying, by the way. I have the flu. <laughs> and I go and sit down, and, and Santos and Josh Mulford just start walking over to me. I'm like, oh, shit, what's this going to be about? And they're like, hey, man, Conrad didn't show up, so like – can you wrestle Romo? Like he needs match. And I'm like, dude, I feel so shitty. And so I was like, dude, it's exposition. Doesn't matter. Like just go out there, beat him up a little and, and wrestle. And I remember I go out there, I get the first takedown. I gas whole rest of the match. Yeah, I have no cardio done. And I couldn't move my feet on top of that. So I'm just like in a four point stance, like crawling at Romo. Like <gasps> I had no cardio. I think he, I think he went to overtime. He took me down. I was just beat. I was, I couldn't, I was so dead. And I remember I was so mad at Santos. Because I've known Santos my whole life since I was, like, yeah. six. And I was like, you made me lose on my senior night? Like, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I didn't know you were sick. <laughs> Romo had a similar yeah. situation with me. He wrestled uh, – who's the dude from Tampa Artelono. Artelono. He wrestled Artelono. And that was my first ever time seeing Romo get toyed with. I was like, holy crap. Like, Artelono picked him up, and Romo just was, like, laughing in the air. He was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, but that's just a different level. Like that's yeah. elite. That's an elite yeah. level. That guy was. He, he went to UPenn. Yeah. Now, Austin, yeah, did sorry, you only that. wrestle? Did you only wrestle for one year 
in high school? No, I wrestled uh, all middle school at Berkeley, and then my freshman and sophomore year, and then junior year, COVID happened, and I was just like trying to get ready for football. Like yeah. I got my first offer my sophomore year, and after that, I was just kind of like, "What's okay, cool? I'm, I'm doing football." My first offer was Southern Miss. Oh, it's actually pretty and fun. Then, like, mm. and then it was like seven or six or seven months later, almost like a full year later, Coastal Carolina offered me my junior year, and then I was like, "I'm not wrestling." Like, oh yeah, I'm, no point. I didn't yeah, want to yeah. lose weight because at that point I was not strong enough to. Re- I was probably like 205, and I was not strong enough to wrestle at 205, so I would have had to cut weight, and I just did not want to cut any weight. I was trying to put on weight for football, so I was like, "Screw this, I'm out." I remember when I was in high school, I don't know if it's the same. I'm assuming it's the same now, but like there was a trend of like kids getting their first offers. Like all, if you were from Tampa, like your first six offers were the same. It was like Toledo, yeah. Southern Miss, like all those like really little Mac schools. They would all yeah. offer you at one time. And once you had the first one, the next five just came. Yeah. That's how it kind of so went. Funny. Like Marshall's another one, like all those little schools. Yeah. Marshall, Toledo. Char- that was Charlie's first offer, Toledo, Southern Miss. Um, FAU is another one. When Taggart was there, he was handing yeah, out he's a huge lot. Tampa guy. Yeah, he loves that. Yeah, Tom um, Herman now though, which is hype. Yeah, I'm hype. I'm excited for that. One of the things, the reason why I kind of brought up wrestling a little bit is I'm a big believer that dual sport, being a dual sport athlete in high school is huge, um, and translating to the college level just because you take away so many things from other sports. What are some of the things you think you took away from wrestling or that might have helped you um, develop as a football football player? Maybe uh, it'd be like cardio, like anything. Like hand-eye coordination. Like my hand-eye coordination got so much better for wrestling and like hand fighting, like knowing where to place my hands. And then like also like leverage with like bodies, like being able to stay low. Like rushing off the edge was kind of similar to like shooting a shot because you kind of had to like dip low and like being able to like obviously don't drag your knee when you're rushing but like being able to dip low like that like on the move and like learn how to do that and then like I still kind of use some of the stuff like pushing and then pulling stuff like that like I didn't know any of that before wrestling and I also just got in shape like I was a little pudgy little seventh grader when I started and I I got abs in seventh grade I was like holy crap like I love wrestling this face is pretty sick like I can take on anyone. Like these eighth graders want to fuck with me. I'm gonna yeah. beat the shit out of them. That's awesome. Did you play baseball too? Because I know Charlie was a baseball kid. Nah, I hated yeah. baseball. It was too slow. That, see, yeah. that I was my lacrosse. problem. But as I got older, get the fuck out of here, bro. Oh my! You're gonna diss yeah. baseball and play lacrosse? I play lacrosse. I mean, I, I'll say this: if you're a big boy in lacrosse, you could deck the shit yeah, out of some yeah, kids. Yeah, you, you can light some kids up. I've seen a lot of I've seen a lot of lacrosse videos with kids just bullying other kids, and I'm like, all right, that's probably the one cool aspect I'll take away from that. That looks like it's fun. Yeah, yeah my eighth grade year, Berkeley's like a lacrosse school too. Yeah. So like my eighth grade year, we had all my friend group. They were like dirty at lacrosse. I just played deep hole, and like they'd put me in at midi when we were up by like twenty, and I would just like run around with sixth over. graders. Dude, so awesome. the one the one thing I liked about or no, I didn't even like this about Berkeley. So when I played baseball against Berkeley, I always played my best games against them for some reason. But I'll never forget the reason why I didn't like Berkeley that much is every time we had districts for swimming, Berkeley would host. And y'all had probably the coldest swimming pool of all time. Like, it, I shit you not, because um, swimming, our districts took place in the spring. 
That's like the only time Tampa's cold. So it's yeah. like 50 fucking degrees outside. I'm in a Speedo. Like my dick is shriveled up inside of me. I'm like pale as shit, 130 pounds. It's like 20 mile an hour winds. Everyone's in the stands with jackets. I'm like, yeah, I'm ass naked about to swim against this all-American. I'm like, this dude's Yeah, that's another thing. Berkeley was great at swimming. good at swimming and diving, bro. Yeah. The Barracudas. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I'm up there. I'm like, what are we doing here? And they're like, well, you're like one of the only private schools that have a swimming team for some reason. So you get to swim against Berkeley and Tampa Prep. And it would... I just remember Berkeley and Tampa Prep. It'd be like the Olympics going on in front of me. And then you have like me, this kid named Luke Jackson. And then like... Three, three out of shape kids that just need to lose weight <laughs> that are like, yeah, you're on the swim team because you're fat. And I'm like, well, I'm like, we're The fine. race is just like Berkeley, Tampa Prep kids, like dusting Zach and Zach's like. <laughs> like, dude, I'm like, dude, I'll never forget this. I made regionals in the backstroke because in districts, my whole heat got DQ'd because they did their turns wrong. And I was just, I was the only one that did my turns right. And you I'm like. district champ? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Made it to regionals, and then I—I'll I, never forget. I get to regionals. I throw up during warmups because I can't even do the warmups because that's how hard they were. Like our coach is like, "All right, guys, we're gonna swim a 500 meter." Like he's like, "Just do a 500 meter warm up." I'm like, coach, I don't know how to—I don't know how to like chill. Like I was like, I only know like swim fast. So I throw up before my heat and in the pool. Make- no, 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 almost, almost. I, I was able to run to the corner and I like threw up behind like a fence. And I was like, I, I wanted to go up to my coach and tell him like, yo, like I'm throwing up, I can't do it. And then like, I looked at him and he gave me this look that I was like, he was like, if you say anything other than you're getting on that block right now, I'm going to, I'm going to kill you. I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. Two other kids get disqualified, but thankfully one kid beat me, so I didn't have to go to states because I was gonna get brutally embarrassed. Oh if my I went gosh, that is the greatest story That's ever! So you gotta oh get God. like a you gotta get like a like a freshman year district champ shirt or something. I have it. Like, I something. have it. I have it. Dude, it dude you're is. really that good? Not is every single other person didn't make it. They all got kicked out. They all got DQ'd. Yeah, but I mean, hey, it literally says. <laughs> FHSAA swimming regionals and then my name. Oh my on the back. gosh, that is awesome! That yeah. is fucking awesome. Never, never swim again. I decided you, that was uh, the last. Austin, time. did you play? Um, you played middle school football, Berkeley, right? Uh huh. You played for Coach Houston. Yep. Yeah, he's the that's goat. That's my guy. Man. Yeah, that's the goat, dude. Who Who else was your coaching staff when you were uh on the middle school team? Oh God, uh, Coach Crockett. Yep, goat, bro, goat. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. It's been a while. Uh, Lomano? Yeah, Lomano just ran uh, fifth quarter for us. Um, you didn't have Coach Bones, right? What did he look like? Yeah, you didn't have him there. He was a PE teacher at Berkeley. I, don't, I didn't know if he left before you got there or not. There was a QB coach. Uh, coach right. Knight? Yeah, would he smoke cigs? <laughs> That's all I remember about him. He used to smoke cigs, and I was like, what the fuck? At Berkeley? No, he he would be in his car. Okay, we I was just that's still weird. He was smoking in his car. Oh my still god! Weird. Yeah, no, Coach Houston, goat. Coach Crockett, goat. Coach Crockett has the best sayings, dude. Yeah, he would always say, uh, "Are you a football player or do you just play football?" He would say that all the time, and we would be like, "What do you mean?" Like, what one is of that my boys, <laughs> my boys, Coach Crockett story is one of my boys. He was the punter. And he was punting the ball. We were playing Lakeland Christian. And someone ran through and smacked him. And he put a hole in his esophagus. And he comes running over to the sideline and, like, 
was like not like throwing up like bent over like and coach crockett comes over he's like are you sure it's just not a stomach cramp <laughs> and he i'm pr- i'm pretty sure brooks brooks johnson i'm pretty sure he like ended up playing like a couple more downs before he was like i cannot take this pain he had to go to the hospital oh my gosh um, Dude, coach crockett was the king of sayings bro that's all i remember he was the goat I mean, yeah, he was, he was like one of the only coaches dude. I really remember. Yeah, I'll be. I mean, I'll, I'll be a coach Houston guy my whole rest of my life. Like, I love that man. Um, <laughs> he actually got me. A, I'm actually running the Berkeley Wrestling Summer Camp this summer because of oh, him. you are. Yeah, he 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 hit me up and said he wanted me to run it. I was like, yeah, hell yeah. So, but yeah, Crockett's the goat. He would always say because when I was at Berkeley, the issue is at Berkeley is a lot of kids they're not they're not physical like they're kind of soft. Yeah, no. So they put me on D line when I was like 110 pounds. Because I would just hit kids. I didn't care. I would hit kids. So Coach Crockett would always be like, Grayson, you the smallest big guy, the biggest smallest guy I've ever seen in my life. And I'd be like, oh my God. thanks, Coach. <laughs> he would just say, like, the greatest sayings, bro. Coach Crockett was the man. Um, you know, you brought up punting. So I think it's time for me to share my worst football story of all time. And hopefully we can get one of your worst football stories. I'm going to keep this short and sweet because it is the most traumatic event I've ever had in my life. We were playing Calvary Christian at Calvary and I was on punt team and our long snapper. And it was like, by the way, my second game punting ever. Like I, I was one of those like Aussie punters where I just ran to the side, just kicked the fucking line drive and hoped it mm-hmm. rolled like 40, 40 feet long snapper fucks up the punt. And I'm a baseball player by heart. So I'm on the goal line. My foot is on the goal line. And my reaction when the ball hits the ground is to block it and keep it in front of you like a baseball player. Uh-huh. So I feel the fucking punt with my knee on the ground and I punt it away Baby. and I hear the, and I hear the whistle downed it at the fucking one. I need it as a punter. And I was like, dude, I'm going to kill myself. And like, I'm literally standing there. I'm like, this is the only game. Like all my friends came to, like, I was like, there is no recovering from this. I was like, I just took a knee at the one as a punter. And I'm 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 never gonna step foot on the field again. I was like, nope. It's I was so like, horny. yeah. Yeah. But, what's uh, your worst? What's your worst football story, Austin? I got two. I can think of. <laughs> I got two too. My worst, like, grossest one was we were playing CCC in the playoffs, and like there was a big pile, and I just like punched my hand to like trying to knock the ball out in the pile, and like someone's helmet came in and like cracked my thumb sideways, and it, it, oh. the bone was sticking out of my thumb. And, like, I'd never broken a bone before, too. So, it just, like, went numb. And I, I was, like, oh, like, it, I just probably, like, popped it out. Like, it's fine. You couldn't see it yet? Yeah. I had a glove. And I already had, like, a soft cast on it. Because, like, my ligaments, like, in my thumbs, I got bad thumbs. And so, like, I already had a soft cast on it. And that's what it cracked over. But, um, but uh, yeah. So, I, like, played another down on punt. And, like, I just remember, like, putting my hands on someone and feeling it, like, jolt and like jiggle and i was like oh went off to the sideline <clears throat> tell our trainers eddie I'm like eddie eddie my my thumb is not like, right eddie button yeah Go he's the you. that is the man yeah that is the that guy, is the guy. <laughs> that is the guy. <laughs> but uh he he like cuts off the the tape takes off the soft cast pulling off my glove and the bone had like a shard to it and so he was pulling off my thing and it, the bone snagged onto the glove i was like ah oh. and so like we like slowly took it off and then, like, I just remember seeing, like, white, and it was my bone was, like, sticking out, and, like, my thumb was sideways. That was probably the worst one. And, like, jogging back. you didn't play the rest of the game. Nah, I went uh, TGH right away, and I had to get surgery that night. Are you sure it's not a stomach cramp? <laughs> but now I can't bend it anymore. 
<laughs> no, that that Coach Crock is the man. You know, Coach Crock is the man. Coach Crock, you sure you didn't dislocate your thumb? I'm sure it's just a jam. No, buddy. but like, Come on. I can't even bend it anymore. Like, that's as far as I can go. That's crazy you say that, dude. Because I mean, I'll, I know you have one more story. But when I played at Berkeley, my eighth grade year, I broke my wrist because our starting running back tore his ACL on the first play of the game against Trinity. So they put me at running back. I'm not a running back. And we get into I, – I, I stiff arm a kid, and then as I'm stiff arming him, I get, I get wrapped, and we get into a pile, and my hand got stuck in his face mask, and it oh. broke my wrist. I come back. I run over the sideline, and it hurts, but it's not like the worst pain of my life. Yeah. I run over the sideline, and Sarah was our trainer at the time. I was like, Sarah, I need more tape because I always tape my wrist. I was like, I need, I need more. So she, like, taped it up from here all the way to here. I played the whole rest of the game. Played the entire rest of the game. Didn't really feel the pain. It was just, like, uncomfy. I played running back. Like, I was taking mm-hmm. care of it. I go home that night. I can't move my whole arm because the pain from my wrist hurts so bad. And yeah, my parents are in Vegas because my dad had, like, some teaching convention. So my grandma's staying with us, and she's like, oh, you're fine. Like, she coach crocketed me. So I was like, yeah. <laughs> so I go to school the next day, and I get up. I, like, wake up to go to, like, go to school, and I can't get out of bed. I'm crying because it hurts so bad. And I went to the hospital. I shattered my wrist. Yeah, that was like with me, like the next day after surgery, they put like the nerve block in. So I woke up from surgery. I was feeling like perfectly fine. I was using it the whole day, like didn't feel a thing. Woke up the next morning. I had two pins in it. And like I went up to like try and like grab something. And I just remember like trying to move my thumb. And it was like the worst pain I felt like right off the morning. I tried to like grab a water bottle or something like that. All right. What's your other story? I don't want to hear this one anymore. What's the other story? Uh. Freshman year playing Wisconsin, throw me into the game. We were losing like thirty-five to something. It was my first ever time ever playing linebacker. We were Wisconsin? on the goal line. No, it was at Rutgers. We were at the goal line against Wisconsin. The big Miss Midwestern boys messed up my assignment. That was just like that was my first like oh my god like welcome to the Big Ten moment. But yeah, yeah did you get Mert? Nah, I I held I held my own, but. I did fuck up my assignment, and they scored. Nice, damn. That's, like, yeah. the scariest goal line offense in college football. Yeah, I was like, gee, it's like Berkeley prep all over again. Damn. What was uh, what was film like that next day? Because I know you were probably dreading it. They were just like, uh, Dean messed up again. Next clip. <laughs> I would say my worst two football memories. My first, <clears throat> I was in, I think, fourth grade, and we were in the Super Bowl against the Steelers, against some team that we uh, lost to earlier in the year. And we were up 21 to 14. And in the league I played in, there was no overtime. Like, you, if it was tied, it was tied. And I was a little-ass kid, dude. And I was at safety, and they had this huge black quarterback. He was like – like, I wouldn't – in my mind, he was like 6'2". Like, like, that's how I remember him. That's how, like, big he was. And he breaks a rollout in the fourth quarter – and it's just me and him in open field. And I, like, the only time my entire life this has ever happened, I got so scared I just dove at his feet, and he ran in for the touchdown, tying touchdown, and we lost. And that stays that has stayed with me the rest of my life. I never, because of that exact moment, and, like, seeing every and like, and, like, what am I going to – everyone saw me do it. Yeah. It was one-on-one in open field. I have <laughs> no excuse at all. Like, everybody saw me do it. And I remember going over the sideline, and I was like, I will never be scared to hit again. And then my entire life, I've got ran over hundreds of times, but I'd rather get ran over than just bitch. But my other time was actually against your brother, and it was my sophomore year. We're playing at uh, JV, Jesuit at TC. We're at TC. And even for a JV game, that game's packed. Like, there's a lot of 
there's a lot of heads there. And like, this wasn't known at the time by like only by a very few people, but I was like going to go to Tampa Catholic the next year. Like that was like the game plan. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to start a wrestling program there and go play football there. And like very select few people knew that at the time. So my mindset's like, I need to ball the fuck out this game and like show so up. I need, I need, well, like I need to make a message. So when I come yeah. next year, coach knows who I am. And I, I play a great first half. Like I, 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 I me and Jalen Bussey hit heads, like I, a great first half. And then second half, uh, your brother, it's like opening the second half, your brother throws a post right down the middle. And I, I'm right there for it. Like, I'm like, Oh, here goes an interception. And it's like, I had the feeling like in my mind, I felt the football. Like I felt me catch it. And kid comes in front of me, catches it, scores, touchdown, tie game. And I, cause I didn't jump for it or anything. I just waited. And he's went, and I was like, and then the rest of the game, worst game of my life. I couldn't stop thinking about it. Couldn't stop thinking about it. I got burnt like three more times that game. Like, it was. I was in my own head, so heavy, so freaking heavy, bro. Damn. I was so. Like, I literally like when I went like this to catch it. I like felt the football. Like I thought I caught it. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, pick, and then it just. And I was like, I was so confused. And then it was like, oh, well, good. Now they're only down by like three. And I was like, sick. And then that was another play where it's like I couldn't blame anybody else. It was just yeah, me. <laughs> just me right there. And I was like, all right, fuck. Uh. But yeah, so something we've been doing recently is like, um, I don't know if you saw with your brother, we did top five nuts. Um, I've been on a weird trend of like, of just like on TikTok watching old movies and stuff. Who would you guys say in order are your top five all time actors? Jeez, uh, I'm definitely gonna. I'm into the gangster somewhere. movies, so I like uh, Robert De Niro. Yeah. Um, Tom Hanks is up there. I don't got an order. Yeah, just do um, five. Just do top. Just do five. I don't even know if I know five actors. Bro. Uh, <laughs> dude plays Michael Scott. He's up there. Yeah. Yeah, I don't watch Steve, movies like Steve, that. Yeah, Steve. Steve, Steve Carell. Carell. Um. Brad Pitt. Solid. Tom Cruise. Solid. Pretty basic for yeah, five. I, I, I'm, I'm intrigued to hear Zach's. Okay, so for me, Brad Pitt's definitely up there. Um, I'm gonna go Denzel Washington just because every movie he's been. Yeah, in I'll throw, I'll take off Steve Crow. I'll throw up Denzel. Yeah, Denzel for I'll sure. Fuck Michael Scott. Yeah. Fuck Michael Scott, you TV bastard. Um, damn. I'm trying to think of like my favorite. Dude, I, I can say... throw mine out there if it'll help help get your juices flowing. Yeah, throw throw yours out. Got, for sure, McConaughey's in there. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's in there. I also yeah. have Denzel Washington. I have Chris Pratt in there as well. Um, you guys know who Chris Pratt is. I feel like Austin may not. Yes. Yep. Chris Pratt's in there. Star Lord. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Star Lord. Um, he's also like a huge uh, wrestling fanatic too. He likes like supports and raises a lot of money for USA Wrestling. Um, and for number five, there's a lot of people I could fit in there. Um, I kind of want to go with a TV person. <clears throat> Give me, you know, I, I was going to go Ryan Reynolds, but I'm going to go Cillian Murphy from, from Peaky Blinders. Nice. Mm, okay. That's a good my one. five, my five. Um, I said Denzel. I said Brad Pitt. Samuel L. Jackson. Number two. See, I know who my number one is for sure. You don't have to do an order. You just have three. You can only name two more. Yeah. Okay. Um. Damn. 
I guess I'll throw Hugh Jackman up there just because he's his versatility is really good. Uh, him and the prestige fire. My number one, though, without a doubt, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, easy, easy, easy. Yeah. Um, some honorable mentions. I feel like we we forgot we forgot. Uh, like I said, Ryan Reynolds. Um, damn, I just had it in my head and it ran away. Johnny Ryan Depp. Gosling. Johnny Depp. Yeah, I was just about to say Ryan Gosling too. Johnny Depp. Ryan Gosling. Ah, oh, there was another one. I just had it. Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman's good one. Will Ferrell. That's who it was. Yeah, Will. Dude. Got Will Ferrell. Probably one Honestly, of the best. Riley too. Honestly. Yeah. Some of the some of the best comedy movies that like have actually got me to laugh are because Will Ferrell is in them. Apparently, he's like the funniest guy ever uh, on set. I'll give Jonah Hill his props. Yeah, Robert Downey Jr. Coach yeah, Robert Downey Jr. Who's the one in a in a like the the two dads movie with Will Ferrell? Um, Mark Wahlberg. Oh, and Marky Mark. Yeah, yeah, Marky Mark. Yeah, damn. I feel like there's a big one we're missing. Yeah, I know. I mean, Jack. Jack Nicholson, Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. Christian Bale. Christian Bale. That, yeah. That's what I, yeah, that's that's what what I was thinking of. Yeah, that's, that's what I was thinking of. Fuck. Also, yeah. what about, um? oh my gosh, if I don't remember his name, I'm going to get so upset. Oh, shit. What's his name? What's his name? The dude, he's in, he's in Hunger ball, Games. Dude. Hunger Games. Hunger Games guy. Not main guy. Uh, The drunk one. The drunk one. Oh. uh, He's, he's in, in Zombieland. The- yeah, Zombieland. Oh, um, what is his name? I can see his face. Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. Yeah. If you yeah. haven't, I just watched True Detective season one with Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson. Bro, you should. It's crack. Like you should check it out. True. I'm finishing season. The Sopranos right now. Season one of True Detective. I watched that. It's, True it's Detective. Woody Harrelson, and it's not like each season's a different like cast and different. It's like one of those shows, so you only need to watch okay. season one. But James Gandolfini, just because I went to Rutgers, I gotta throw James Gandolfini in there. Who the hell is that? He's the he's the main guy in uh, the Sopranos. He's Tony Soprano. Oh really? Damn. If you even watch the Sopranos, of course he's from gotta, fucking New Jersey, bro. You gotta watch. I got to. I got to. I started watching those up there. It's it's a good show. Uh, Zach, didn't you dabble with that for a little? Which one? The Sopranos. Sopranos. I'm in. I'm on season one right now. Um, yeah, I feel I, like it's gotta be just like every other gangster show. See, it it's gets not, better. It's not. Nah. It's like a. It's like a psycho. It, so the whole point of the movie is they bring up a bunch of like the Italian gangster stereotypes, and then it shows you how like different he actually is. And it's like, it's like one of the best, uh, like modern tragedies of a show. Like yeah, ever. he goes to like a shrink and like he he like kills all these people. It's all true too, like, right? Huh? It's true shit, or is it like? Eh? No, no, no. It's made up. But yeah. he'll he'll like he'll kill someone and then he'll go to like his therapist and talk about how like mentally it's messing him up. Dude, you, what's the OG? What's the OG movie? Um, uh, the OG uh, uh, gang movie. God Godfather. No, Good no, Goodfellas. No, Goodfellas. Good yeah, Goodfellas. I watched that last night. So do you know? You remember the scene where they go to Florida and they dump that dude in the? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so. No names, but a person we know very well. That is their like uncle that threw that body because his family was Tampa Mafia. He, he was the one that that threw the dude in the. It was Lowry Park Zoo. They threw him in the Lowry Park Zoo Gator Pit. Really? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. I hope I hope they don't come after me for this now. But yeah. Yeah. yeah witness protection program. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that, oh shit, that's a good one. Did you ever watch? Um, that's why I love Peaky Blinders too. It has that like gangster aspect. Yeah, 
but I can't watch gangster. I know, I know you have to get uh, get going too, but I can't watch gangster shit, and I can't watch heist shit because Rick and Morty ruin heist movies for me. Yeah, yeah. Rick and Morty's. A yeah, good one. That, that episode of Rick and Morty where they do the yeah. heist, and it's just like every single heist movie I can't Stereotypical, watch. Stereotypical. Yeah. yeah, I can't watch heist movies, bro. It ru- it literally ruined it for me. And it was like Rick. Did did you make did you make me do all this just so I wouldn't pitch my story to Netflix? And he goes, No, no, what are you talking about? He's like, no, he's like, oh, he's like, they're not all the same. He's like, Yeah, they are. He's like, no, dude. And then and then I'm I'm like at that same time, I'm like talking to this girl. And it's the first like we like we just like we're like in that stage of like we were like just like hanging out, and then we're like, all right, let's see what happens. And I go over to her place for the first time, and I'm like, yo, you pick a movie, like I'll watch whatever. And she just names Heist movie after heist movie after heist movie. And I'm like, I cannot fucking watch a heist movie. They're ruined. Yeah, and she was getting so upset. She's like, oh, what are the ones with Brad Pitt? It's like, it's Oceans. Like, uh, the Oceans yeah, she movie. names all of those and she starts naming other ones. I'm like, dude, I'm like, I'm sorry. I cannot watch a heist have you, movie. Have you ever yeah. seen the Ocean? Have you ever seen the Oceans movies though? No, I just, dude, I'm telling you, I can't. I just can't. I'm don't, just don't watch, no, 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 no. Don't watch it for the heist aspect. Just the characters like George Clooney, Brad Pitt, like all the guys they have in the movie. It's, it's awesome. It's awesome. I don't even enjoy it for. I don't even remember like what they heisted in, in the movies. They're just so fucking good in those movies. It's yeah, awesome. Yeah, I just I just remember it, it, we literally spent maybe forty five minutes trying to pick a movie, and it got to the point I think I just left. I was like, yeah, let's just redo this. Try this tomorrow. <laughs> I can't <laughs> can't do this today. Uh, but yeah, hey, Austin, I know you got to get going, man. Hey, I really appreciate you taking time out of your day and coming here. I had a great time. Uh, me too. I hope Thanks for having me. Everyone else enjoys this podcast as well. Um, if you have any oh, yeah. final words or any shout outs or anything you want to say, man, the floor is yours. No, I just thanks for having me. Like you said, it was a great time. Yeah. Uh, my advice to you would be next time you suffer an injury, maybe just think if it's a stomach cramp or not. Yeah. Who knows? Um, uh, do you know when you and all, you and Charlie will both be in Tampa at the same time next? Uh, probably May, because that's we should definitely get. We should definitely do a little in person pod with us for for sure. You can talk about how he's scared, how he Yeah, yeah, we can we can confront we can combine the two the two podcasts and just we have a little intervention. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe you guys line up doing Oklahoma drill, me and Zach like (laughs) Reffin. Me and Zach doing Oklahoma drill. We're gonna actually we're gonna start our own clock seven on seven team and then we're gonna go enter in tournaments. Dude, with with the guests we've had, we have a pretty nice seven on seven team. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Pretty nice seven on seven team. Yeah, we need to start a we need to start bringing on some more skill position players, wide receivers, DBs. Yeah, we, we got a lot of big boys. We need to get some speed guys. Yeah, need our Damn, speed. we have a really good seven on seven team. Damn, we're gonna have to like create like a fictional. Carly, one. Bentley, Elijah, Austin, Anthony Nelson, J- Jalen Bussey. Who's the corner from um, Florida? We have yeah, Jordan Young. Damn, bro, we have a JY. Yeah, we'd have a fire seven on seven team. Yeah, I would, Charlie would obviously be my backup at quarterback though, because I'm the nasty yeah. seven on seven quarterback. Obviously. Yeah, but yeah, I will let you get going, man. Thank you so much. Uh, let's definitely try to get that in person one though. Yeah, for sure, uh, definitely.